Welcome to another episode of the Bold, the Brilliant and Broke podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Again, I'm feeling super grateful for all your messages and all your comments. I feel so fucking blessed to have you guys be my first listeners, the one who guide me where to go. Like, I feel so happy to know you guys. Today, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Maria. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. Very well, thank you. Tell our listeners who you are and how we met. Okay, so I met Kyra in my BA during university when I came to study at UCA as a... Erasmus students. Yeah. So I was only gonna be in UCA for four months, but they extended my Erasmus by chance. They extended it to the whole year. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it was so complex because the law had just changed. Yeah. And so uh, the law in Erasmus was that you couldn't do more than a term. Yeah. Whereas before you you would do a year. So it was there was there were a lot of restrictions. So I had to fight a lot my way in and and because uh, the tutors were also really kind and really wanted me to stay yeah they, they fought they, for yeah, you as well yeah oh my so, god so. i'm so glad that they did i had <laughs> no idea that that happened like yeah, literally it was so complex my mom still laughs about it because she said um you yeah you went for four months but then it became four years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two years of the ba and then the two years of the masters yeah. and now i've been working here for a year so yeah, yeah. and how was your masters where did you do it so I did my master's at the Royal College of Art, yeah. which I uh, graduated from last year, so just one year back. And yeah, it was amazing. It was really eye-opening. Again, like I was very influenced by one of our tutors in the BA to, to do the master's. Oh my master's. God, I know the tutor. <laughs> yes, I still think of him. Marcus, yeah. Yeah, Marcus was a very inspirational person to me in the sense that he saw some of our, our thinking, like the way perhaps like some people in our class went beyond just the looks of fashion and just the the aesthetics of things to to conceptualizing ideas and I think where where he felt like that um he kind of showed us that there was a possibility of of kind of digging in deeper into your practice and language and and then he told me that when he finished his BA he didn't feel uh, ready for the industry or he he uh, like how I felt is that I just grasped on a bit of my core and and then like I, I thought I had so much more to unravel and that's what the two years at RCA let me let me do. I think I just like the idea of questioning, taking popular things or things that we've kind of never questioned or taken for mm. granted and really exploring them and like really going into them and seeing what we can find and what truth we can find. Yeah. And I guess through this podcast, I really want to do that with money in terms of like our money stories. Yeah. So I would love to know, what do you think your relationship with money is? Um, I have a yeah a bit of a complex relationship with it <laughs> at the minute because okay. I feel like I'm, I'm really happy with like the way I live is, is the way I chose to live. I that's live, an amazing thing to say. Yeah, I think yeah I think like choice is a really key word for me and I often say oh God um, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I made the right decision, but yeah. my dad always says to me, it's definitely right because you've chosen it. So yeah. that just automatically makes anything right because 
to have the privilege to choose is is amazing. Yeah. So I I feel very privileged to live with my friends to me. So it's just the two of us in our in our current flat. So that means you know the the less people you live with, the the, the more less money you pay. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, but we chose that as two single women <laughs> out here getting it. <laughs> and then. Um, I have a full-time job, but then I struggle to make it till the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, so that that frustrates me because it's like how it's even possible that, that people do make it to the yeah. end of the month. I'm like looking at other friends of mine who are perhaps maybe doing internships or like doing other other jobs that are even paid even even less than mine, and and then I'm, I really it's so diminishing to our efforts because you shouldn't be worrying about food shopping if you're kind of working full time yeah but in saying that i do like kind of go for dinner a few times a month <laughs> and like, I've, I've had the privilege of maybe buying flights to go see friends in like yeah. edinburgh or like maybe once a month but yeah it, it amazing. is tight yeah it is it is tight so what is the biggest thing that you worry about in terms of your money? Do you think it's like, is it the same things every month? No, sometimes, to be honest, like, it just really frustrates me because uh, I, I don't think about saving right yeah. now. But I would love to be able to invest some of my money in my own projects. Yeah. And I'm not being able to do that at the minute. Yeah. And it's not necessarily to do with time because I, I could squeeze things in, but it's more to do with the finance of like, on the, on the kind of, you know, if, you, if you're going to be doing work, especially as a fashion designer, you need to have a studio that you need to pay the rent for. And you need to buy materials. You yeah. need to buy, you know, all those things that, that just... Can't. I still have nightmares about financing my final year project. Yeah. About buying all the bits and pieces and oh. Yeah, well I was really privileged that at the time I had my own company and yeah. it went really well. So I never really like stressed about money as much as now because yeah. at the time I, I had a very kind of flexible job and it was my own company so I invested very little time and, and the kind of profit was really rewarding in terms mm. of um, so that that allowed me to pay for my MA and to live in London and at Amazing. the end yeah. so at the end of it, it it was a bit like I needed help from my from my parents but I think to have that had that experience not being a business person it was really really good learning for me because now i know that there's other ways rather than just like waitering in a bar to make money especially for people that are talented like creatives yeah that often you know you think you need to do things for free but your value and talent is very needed in all yeah. ways in the industry that's something that i'm so learning now like even just I feel like I, it, in my life, it was a limitation. Like I yeah. felt like the only way I could make money for a long period of time was that if I knew exactly who was paying me. So I always felt yeah. like I needed like one employer yeah. to pay me. And then it was like, I almost have to shift. I had to shift my thinking to think of other ways that I could create value and get paid for it. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, 
Like I wasted all that time thinking that I had to have like a bar job or like a Saturday yeah, job yeah. in order to be able to have like a steady flow of income. Well, often that's a problem that you don't have the time to, yeah. to think of even like better ways of to do of, things yeah getting money income in or, or you're not trained enough about it in university which is yeah. something quite shocking as well i don't think we talk enough about funding and we don't talk enough about like the business side of things because mm. yeah it's, it's great that we're like creatives but we also need to know how to manage either our successes or or even the failures because yeah. if you win loads of money all of a sudden it might only be for for a really short period of time so you need to know how to manage that wealth um, yeah or poverty yeah. <laughs> so, manage so, the poverty guys <laughs> <laughs> so i think yeah i think it's something that perhaps should be talked about more in university yeah. I, i'm quite critical of like certain aspects that we don't is they're not talked about enough in uni or yeah. the way they teach us is very much like with an end goal of being a designer when there's so many other jobs in the industry where people are required and perhaps are even more inclined or or just like they they know how to do those things better than design but we're not those jobs are not talked about then no one really aims for them yeah so yeah. and all they i feel like they're almost seen as like a lesser option yeah like yeah. even like moving for me moving away from design it felt like because you're kind of taught that being for a designer like is like the most amazing thing it's the biggest honor yeah yeah so then moving away from it there were i felt like so much personal like shame against yeah, it yeah exactly. but it's not something i should have felt shame about it's just literally a different possibility exactly and there's not that many jobs in the industry that to, be are, to be a designer yeah no. and <laughs> i think like when you go out and you do realize that and you realize that even the people that are doing design are not just sitting at a desk and sketching like yeah. there's like in the movies <laughs> yeah it's just not the way it works and no. even in big houses like i mean to mention one rick owens and um, he is one of the only standing designers that owns um, the majority of his oh, company really? like 51 percent of the company is his so yeah but he is the only person that designs at the company so there's there's I like, still can't believe that. Yeah, he doesn't employ designers. So, mm. I mean, there's other people who are employed that do jobs that are related to kind of making those designs happen. But there's not designer roles as such. So to think in a company as big as that, that there's not even like a design role, then like imagine the amount of hundreds and hundreds of graduates is each year only yeah. in london yeah what, they're just what, like what? oh yeah i'm just gonna like i've graduated now i'm just gonna get my design job now yeah and it's just a bit like no like yeah there's other things that happen first i guess yeah. so i did a little quiz yesterday and i asked people for money related questions yeah. one of them was how much is money a motivator in your work okay 83 percent of them said no money no me like if the money's not right i'm not going i'm not right. like going to the job yeah well and yeah so yeah fair enough um and your views on money and how you're compensated for your work are really interesting i wondered if you'd speak a little bit to that yeah so i think my 
my thoughts around that topic have evolved a lot over the couple of years and mm. um, just gone because I've seen a lot of my friends do many things for free yeah. and still do them and I have done it myself because we're so passionate so kind of eager to learn and, and that's all fantastic but I've also seen my friends taking side jobs as nannies bartenders delivering bread at 6am in the morning yeah, because they're not getting the money from their design <laughs> exactly yeah. and that is just so irritating yeah. and so wrong that has made me rethink my whole self-worth and and often when when I talk to my friends about this um topic um we well what they said one of my friends said recently then why should I exist as a designer if everyone wants it but no one's gonna pay for it and how sad is to like you know see yourself in a situation where a, a very big musician or a very big stylist wants your clothes for a shoot or for yeah. a premiere for a movie and they are involved with companies that have loads of money and they still won't put the funding or the investment into your work yeah if those companies Maria's talking about disney by the way <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, their latest sorry, tour <laughs> for contacts yeah if um if they are not gonna pay then who the hell like yeah and it's just it's just really yeah really really it's not a good prospect for us to 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 leave that in our own skin because it really makes you question whether you should be a designer at all yeah and whether Um, there is any money in it which is mental yeah it is mental because we are of course super passionate and super eager to to do this for our entire lives but we're also people that want to have yeah. a, a, you know a bit of a break sometimes yeah. travel if you can like see your friends like just normal life things that you need money so it's not about like being greedy and make wanting to strangle people and get the most out of them it's just about you surviving as a designer and those people should believe in you and should invest in you as a creative instead of doing all the opposite. And so what I, like the way I go about it, for instance, when I got this recent new job offer. Which is so interesting. I love your thinking around this. Uh I was like... I think I went home after you told me this the first time. I was like writing it down. I was like, by the way, Kyra, next time you're going to think about this. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, if, I don't know if I should say like um, a trick or, or an advice I, I, should, I could give is that you should, you know, reach out to the people that, you know, have a different mentality to you in, in terms of the way they look at money yeah. and, and like jobs. Maybe people that... Ideally, people that are not in the fashion industry, because <laughs> I think because we're surrounded to to like quite of a dull, like a bit of a dull um, prospect on, in terms of jobs at the minute in the fashion industry. That I think you need to try and compare yourself to the people that are doing well or that 
And basically, the doctors or lawyers in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like people who, like, me, like the person I speak to is my cousin. Yeah. But um, he, unfortunately, doesn't work anymore because he has a chronic disease. Okay. Yeah, but he uh, worked in finance, in, like, banks, so he was... So an excellent person for advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was going to be... He was training to be a broker, like, by the end of it. Um, so, yeah, so he knows about, kind of, the, the situation. And, and so I reached out to him and and he would just just put my thinking upside down because he was like okay maria um you've been offered a job in another country and think about uh like what what your expectations are of this new salary and the new role in terms of responsibility that you're gonna have in terms of what you're leaving behind because you're asking me to move to another country for a job that is really really interesting but like the amount of like i'm moving to a town in kind of in italy which is really near a big city like in bergamo near milan but i'm leaving behind london which is like the biggest yeah metropolitan amazing place to live yeah and it's just full of my friends like who have become my family by this point and it's just like full of like culture and and all the things that that kind of also are really important because they fuel our creativity and our thinking on on a daily basis so i was like okay fine (laughs) i know all this is really important but i know i can't ask for so much because i'm only one year outside university interesting yeah so you felt like your experience was something that was going to dictate the amount of money you were going to earn basically yeah i also the fact that they went to my to rca to scout for this person so they're specifically going to an institution where it's a very renowned like good design university to scout for this person so that also means like they're not just you know they're, they're being quite thorough in the in the in the selection process as well so before i was selected to like to to get the this opportunity uh, it took me like over a couple of months to go through different stages of this interview yeah i did a project for them so it was very very thorough which that that felt like um you know it was they take took it seriously so that maybe made me happy i mean it was a bit kind of stressful but but then you know you're like okay they're taking this seriously which is great and then something that in my last interview i did it in italy in milan so they actually paid for all my flights to go to italy And, and it sounds silly like when i said this to my cousin he was like of course they're gonna pay for your flights like otherwise you don't go but the amount of people i know that have flown to other countries just for an interview internship interview and it not been paid for and not been compensated for no it's mental yeah so that's why i was shocked and and of course in your head you're like yeah of course they're gonna pay for it and like the hotel night in milan or whatever but it is not like what usually happens in our industry so it just sounds like you just kind of expanded like what could be possible for a job situation like someone to one be really interested in you to have like search for you and two to like support you even from the interview process all the way up to your employment exactly but it should be like that yeah And, and i just um so basically one thing i wanted to say as well is that um I have forgot. 
<laughs> no, but like, and it basically, when they um, selected me finally, yeah. uh, then I was like, okay, I told them my expectations of, of like roughly what I'm earning in London at the minute. Mm. And that, of course, because I'm moving to another country, I expect to improve my current conditions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I said that, then they sent back an offer. And what proposed, did they offer? Are you comfortable talking about what they offered you? I think, yeah. I don't, okay, I don't share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they offered me uh, £1,300 per month. Per month of okay. salary. But with um, the house and bills paid for in in Bergamo. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Yeah, and um, so they would pay like, your rent. Yeah, they would oh. pay my rent and um, and bills. Yeah, and an allowance of one flight every two months okay. to either come back to London or back to Spain because they're quite open about the kind of other freelance jobs because they know I sometimes teach back yeah. in uni or yeah. things like this. So that's great as well and a bonus on performance uh, so so i got that proposal. never had a job with a bonus in it just like <laughs> well fashion no, you need to do more of that i think is is important to say i said those things need to happen oh. in my expectations you know did you so, say about the rent thing as well yeah so originally they mentioned that they could provide a house in Bergamo so Uh, when I said my expectations I said that uh, definitely has to happen uh, yeah and I said the flight and the bonus and the bonus is something that my cousin told me about and he was like not only they have to like put it in the contract as like a bonus on performance they need to um, put like what's this percent what's the percentage of like the um, the bone like ha, like if you achieve five five uh, 50% of your targets then how ha, ha, how much is the bonus? So what percentage did you put? In I yours? didn't. I didn't. We left it open. Like okay, I didn't okay. want to push it too much. <laughs> You're like that's where the line yeah, is. No, like. I feel like there's also like a realm of trust and yeah. like you also like as for as much kind of professional and and thorough that you have to be and like ask them to always include everything in the contract there's also just like room for like that like they they wrote it in an email like i have it everything in officially written by them with my contract attached amazing so so it's just like the bonus that um it's mentioned in the contract in the contract but it doesn't say how much but that's again is something that i just wanted uh, for them to to know to have in mind that is something important for me to yeah. to be to be rewarded for my goal achieving and, and my, performance. my performance yeah so anyway i i they got that offer and then i was like okay this sounds like a great offer got back to my cousin and he was like this is rubbish so i was like <laughs> i was like no but oh my god but it's really good like think about it like, i bet by this point you're like yeah i just want to take it like yeah, no one's exactly, ever like said this before exactly. yeah i just want this job now i was like i'm i'm just so lucky like yeah yeah this yeah, is yeah like, like so grateful yeah i'm so grateful like i just cannot ask for any more like this is probably maybe like yeah roughly the same that i make in 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 london maybe a bit less but it means that they're paying for my house and and so that Which makes a massive difference yeah yes. rent is just like it sucks everything exactly so, oh, so i was I like that. this is amazing because i'm just you know i'm just gonna be be able to put money aside which, yeah. which i'm not being able to do in london 
And he was like, uh, yeah, but they, first of all, don't know how much is your rent in London. They, like, he basically shattered everything <laughs> and like put all my views into perspective yeah. which I think was really important he was like look Maria a couple of hundreds for them every month is nothing and this is not a generous offer oh. because they went to the you know not the ends of the earth but you know they went to the biggest design school in the world almost like renowned for kind of innovation and thinking yeah. to select and scout their the people and they chose you out of like a group of people so they really want you so now you're in control in a way because mm. they went through all that trouble to choose you yeah and so now it's their time to show yeah, you how much they wanted you exactly, to work with exactly because this is a new thing so this where i will be working is in a think tank that they just ah. opened so it's um incredible space to be focused in innovation and kind of like you know developing new ideas uh, I will be working with like biotechnologists and kind of uh, technical people like engineers to develop uh, and prototype new ideas for them then to implement in the mill because they're yeah. they're a mill for textiles one of the biggest in so Europe. when you went back to your cousin and he's mm-hmm. like no this isn't enough what yeah then? well then I just like was really nervous because <laughs> you because of this inherent gratefulness that we have that's what has to change like the the kind of the way we think around our job has so little value because it comes to us easily but not everyone has our skill and our eye and like yeah not everyone yeah, yeah we are trained and we have really amazing skills that maybe are not like measured in a scale like in a numerical scale scale because they are more like a ethical values or yeah. like you know design thinking and, and loads of knowledge but it's not like a math- mathematical equation yes yeah, definitely something that's hard to measure yeah and and especially with me what they loved is like the emotional value that I can put into an idea that is maybe mm. perhaps to do with technology and innovation, but technology and fashion is something really hard to marry often. So they need creatives like at the beginning of the stage of developing any new technology, because then it's just, it's something and product is something desirable otherwise it's something that then you have to slap on yeah. to fashion which never works it just is ugly it yeah. always produces something really ugly yeah exactly <laughs> or like screaming screaming at you sustainability where, yeah. where you don't need that like yeah. I don't know no one no one just buys because of that and yeah yeah like for sure incredibly passionate so then I <laughs> spent a couple of, I think it was just one day literally I had to think really fast yeah and then I thought to myself look my cousin is absolutely right I'm leaving like for you know by this point feeling a bit unsettled in my current job just because I know I should be doing something like more interesting in terms of like just using my my knowledge and my skills that I've been working on for six years at my workplace which I wasn't so I felt a bit a bit like under and undervalued not, I guess not valued like underused okay like, you know like I'm not using my f- potential yeah and they perhaps know that I have more potential but there's no room for me to apply it right yeah. now so anyway 
And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to counter-offer. I counter-offered 1,700. Okay. So that's like... 400 pounds more. Yeah. Okay, So cool. that's quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, Were you nervous? How did you I do it? I was really <laughs> nervous. So basically, I was going to write her an email, uh, but then straight away because he literally gave me no time to think about this they yeah. they had me on hold for like a week whilst they were like kind of sending me, before they sent me the proposal and i was okay. so nervous and then as soon as they sent it they wanted me to either agree or disagree straight away i was like i'm sorry like no nah, i need to think about this and and so when i was at home that same evening she was like i'm curious now what oh! are you? so i was like "Ooh, they're definitely also nervous yeah yeah so that oh Oh, I get it. So it wasn't just you feeling the nervous. They were no, also like exactly. jittery. Like, oh, what's she going to say? Yeah. Interesting. Now a bit in control of the situation. Yeah. So that negotiator skill is really important to be patient and resilient and not sound desperate. Yeah. <laughs> that or not, they then can't take advantage on how desperate you are for that job yeah and also you don't miss out on anything as well like yeah. what in your thinking time you were able to like like count off for more yeah and really think about if this was what you wanted so you kind of get all of that money and the time to think about it you yeah. can, it's like a win-win for you yeah and then i was gonna type up this email in the morning because i just wanted to sleep on it and then straight away when i got to my to my job they were like oh sorry when are you gonna send this email and i was like oh my god it's 10 a.m <laughs> give me a break and then they were like oh you know kind of in a rush because this has to be like closed as soon as possible and i was like mm, well you had me on hold for a week so yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. give me at least for you're gonna uh, wait maybe, bitch. give me like 24 <laughs> hours uh, but anyway, they. I just thought, you know, I'd rather call her than type an email at this point. So I did call her, which again oh. made me super nervous because it's not pacing you know, up and down the hallway. Yeah, exactly. Sweaty it's palms. like you're 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 using your your language and like you can show whether you're nervous or not in that more yeah. than in an email. Yeah. So there's less room for like hiding. At yeah, all. Like, no exactly. Hiding. So um, I said to her, "Look, I'm really like grateful for this opportunity." but obviously you understand you need to understand that I have a permanent position in a luxury brand here in London so I'm leaving a permanent job and I'm moving countries what you offer me the salary doesn't even match my current situation and I do have a number of other freelance jobs in London that I'm going to be also missing out on yeah. for as much as I am really excited about this opportunity I, I can't justify it to myself to be going to not improve my salary even yeah. if, I, if even if i was improving um my like how do you say like the my title like i was going oh, like a promotion I, I was going from assistant to manager yeah. so even even if that's already so amazing but that should be then reflected on your salary yeah so i was like okay, they're asking me to take a leap of faith here and believe in their project, which I do, and I want to take the leap of faith. She, in mm. fact, said, you have to, you know, believe in us. I was like, then they should invest in me as well and just, like, prove it to me that they take this project seriously and they take me seriously enough to, to understand that I'm worth this salary. And so they did. So they matched my expectations. They oh took, my like, gosh. a day. 
to think about it. And okay. then they just uh, said yes. That because they really liked me, they just decided. Oh my god! What was happening? So so it was a very nerve wracking process. Yeah. And I was then so grateful to like the people around me, like my cousin and and like my parents, to have pushed me to understand that I am worth that. Because I think there's this inherent shame in like young designers or like so the offer is so 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 much bigger than the yeah. demand for for jobs especially yeah. as designers that that you you feel like you should take anything because that's already good enough and if, if you don't take it then someone else will do because and that's the, for me the whole problem about the industry because we complain that something needs to change but but for me the change starts with us saying no yeah. because if we keep agreeing to doing very like to doing things for free to doing things under bad conditions and like you know unpaid and 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 it just starts it starts with us yeah uh, so because it affects the whole collective yeah on the last episode on the quiz that i featured one of the re main reasons why people said they took a job for less money that they wanted was literally because of fear of missing yeah, out yeah, exactly. of losing a client and it's kind of interesting like i've recently been thinking like how much of my life is judged through fear like how much yeah. when comes the point when i and collectively lots of creators and designers say fine like I'm not actually going to move for the world in fear. I'm going to go out and say, like, I want to be paid for what I enjoy doing. Yeah. And this is the amount I want to be paid for. Yeah. And not based on this idea of, oh, like, you know, you should just take a job. But on the and idea that you can kind of create you. the life that you want, as yeah. you said. People will respect you tons more for that. Yeah. And that's what we were talking you and me about the other day. Is like, this move is so important for you to to counter offer what they what they proposed because this is now gonna set the path for you of any progress in that company for yeah. the next five ten years because they know now what your you know what your point of view and your kind of attitude is gonna be towards any sort of like promotion yeah. or know that you're a bit unsure about your self worth then obviously they're not gonna ask you to pay you more yeah um, they're gonna cash in on that basically exactly. any unsteadiness that you kind of have yeah so then them knowing that I know exactly what I'm worth that shows them that I also respect myself as a creative mm. and, and that's so important because yeah. it sets my status within the, the group and within the, the new family that I'm really happy to be going to and straight away when things were signed and everything there are a couple of weeks I emailed the president and the CEO to say thank you um, for you know this opportunity and I'm, I'm so grateful and one thing doesn't is like it's not detrimental to like be pushy yeah or be grateful you yeah. know so you can be both you yeah. can you can know what your val value is and then you can also be flexible and be kind and yeah. be yeah and yeah. just say and grateful at the end yeah. of the day and then cuz i know i'm going to work my ass off yeah. you know like we all do cuz it's something i i'm very passionate about like my mom and me were joking cuz there was like a, a bit of a clause in the contract that said basically any overtime that you do is covered under this umbrella of like 300 pounds or something like that oh, really? so that means that like you know if your job is 40 hours a week and you will be working a bit over that then then they 
don't pay you hourly after that it's just like a bulk of uh, 300 pounds that covers that but i know uh, i know for a yeah. fact that i will be doing extra hours yeah. perhaps like not even at work but at home or whatever because yeah. it's something that i'm generally very interested in so yeah. my mom was like and you'll just be thinking about it constantly sort of thing. <laughs> yeah so my mom so i was like oh mom should i tell them something about this and she was like maria we both know you're gonna you're gonna be doing that anyways whether you're asked or not yeah but it is important to like have a good look at everything and again that comes under the umbrella of the trust like obviously they're not gonna enslave me yeah and um, it's just that if i do a bit of overtime then i'm, I'm kind of happy yeah to to do that on my own but it already sounds like you've come to the table and with your worth already yeah. yeah like and so it's like an equal pairing so now i guess as you say there is the flexibility yeah for going forward and equally if you then accept anything do it cheaper do it and da, da, da. They, they're not gonna respect you more mm. for that yeah and to be honest right now i'm in, in another tricky situation because a very um wealthy person and a very vip client in one of the luxury brand has asked me to to do a job for him oh my god was that the interview yesterday uh, no, no, no that okay. Go on, tell uh, me your story. No, and he uh, wants me to to do, paint this bag, and um, again, I'm faced with a situation where I don't know how much to yeah, charge him. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm thinking really low, and then people are <laughs> are hearing me, and they're like, "But you know, this person is the one of the wealthiest men in." X country oh my god so, so i yeah i just i'm like oh of course is it a personal bag or is it going to be like go on to be uh, sold no a personal yeah it's okay. his bag that i'm just gonna you know create my own design and paint and okay paint cool on. so yeah it is like i have a i have a way of gauging it because i did that for for a company let's say uh, so i'm gonna maybe sort of try and match that because yeah. i'm happy enough to do that but then i i was like oh my god it's such a good learning to be faced with this situation because it's again it questions my self-worth yeah and and again i'm thinking my instinct is to think that oh yeah i will do that for almost next to nothing yeah. you know i'm just painting <laughs> so, uh, i like doing painting yeah, anyway yeah, so it's yeah, fine <laughs> exactly exactly that yeah that's so interesting yeah it's, it's crazy you need to be evaluating yourself like constantly because i think our primer or at least mine like in initial way to feel that I'm worth less than than I should be also like isn't it just so fun to like earn a lot of money or crazy amounts even if your (laughs) self-worth isn't there yet yeah just to get a job where you're like say you said to this guy two grand or like three grand or something isn't it crazy just to be like wow like that's something that I could create like that's something that I've done yeah but especially because I think like like I was saying to you with this thing in Italy or with the with new painting job is like it's also about them investing in you as a as a young creative it's like okay maybe you know I I didn't need that much money but but I do need it to invest in my company if I want to have a company in like the next five years so it's, it's just if they believe in you and 
and they want you to exist, like coming back to the beginning, then they should support support you for real, like support mm. you economically, not just like pep talking. And it's like what you said with your friend who they do designer work for free and then yeah. they have a bar job or like a delivery yeah. job. It's kind of just like how much is it going to cost you to do this work for them? Yeah. Like they're just asking for it from you. Yeah, but are you going to have to spend your weekends, your yeah, Sundays? Exactly. When you could be out in the park, like behind a bar, like yeah. this is like the real cost of it. It's the cost of your time. And that mm. takes away from your future if exactly. you're not setting the foundations to build your brand or does like whatever the, the conquest main. you want to go on to do. Yeah, that's that's the main thing for me is the time, the time that these other silly jobs are taking off you focusing on the real goal. Yeah. And the money means you don't need to spend that time yeah. doing other shitty jobs. Like, unfortunately, like, I'm not a materialistic person at all. And, like, my asking for more money doesn't come from a greedy place at all. And, in fact, I can live with really little but it's like thinking about myself as a as a, like a person who's worth and uh, that that pay and that trust as yeah. well and and it's like a skill that you can learn yeah like i feel like you don't have to like have this amazing job to earn the money that you want you just have to be able to negotiate yeah and ask for what you want kind of and thing. even if you start at a really low salary or are already in that job you should then design your progression in, in within mm. that company and like negotiate that progression perhaps another yeah. friend of mine told me oh but have you negotiated your five-year growth plan with them <laughs> and i was like oh shit <laughs> i was like i you missed, missed something <laughs> i missed that one so how can our listeners see your work and get in touch with you if they want to how can anyone yeah, yeah. um well through my instagram which is <laughs> she's looking into her phone right now because i think she's forgotten <laughs> it's maria uh, underscore arroyo a double r o y o 22 or just email me at maria well actually you'll see my email on my instagram but it's maria.arroyo y bacete at gmail.com oh, <laughs> or just ask Kyra <laughs> can you connect me with that guest that you had yeah, <laughs> the one who negotiated almost. her job really well <laughs> yeah no I would love to to hear people's impressions I'm really oh, excited um, or like just like share all the opinions yeah. this is obviously just like my point of view but yeah. I'm sure there's other people who differ Yeah. so yeah I'm excited to, to know their reactions oh, amazing <laughs> definitely share them with you please <laughs> thank you so much for coming and talking Thanks, today Kyra. your experience like i think when maria told me this story the first time we had just had dinner and i remember her like telling me this and i just felt chills because i was like oh my god <laughs> thank you for doing this because now i know that i can go out and ask like crazy things like yeah. in terms of money because they're and, not like, crazy because they're not crazy yeah, it's just because you know if you've never had something before you're yeah. like oh my god i couldn't have a job that pays that much Honestly. it just changes the reality of what you think is possible yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's what i'm trying to say exactly so thank you so and much and it's not sharing. even that much we are on the <laughs> road <laughs> <Yeah>. for more <laughs> not thank even the final destination yeah, no, exactly thank you so much for thanks having guys me. i'll see you next time